Hi, I'm Sam Martin. And I'm Amy Hoggart. We're two women writers and lady comedians. And we play the two male hosts, hell-bent on explaining feminism in the Feminism podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to season two of Feminism, the show for men, by men, for women. I'm Sam Martin. And I'm Jamie Hoggart. We were feminists then. And now we're feminists again. again. (laughs) So let's crack on with the show. That's great. Welcome back, everyone. So happy to be back in the shed with my pal, Jamie Hoggart. Oh, mate. I tell you what, I have to say, as much as I enjoyed season one, I didn't know whether season two would happen. Because it's hard being a feminist. It is hard. It is hard being a feminist. We yeah. know that, but like logistically, just for everyone who, who doesn't know, like I was worried that I'd be doing this podcast again by myself as originally planned. But the good news is uh, that Jamie's investigation is still ongoing at ITV. So for now, I still have him with me. <clears throat> so the situation was, we thought that I would have to go back to work and find innocent. But for now, there is time to do a season two. I am still under investigation at ITV. Absolutely, you know, ridiculous. The investigation won't take long because none of the complaints make any sense. They're all ridiculous. But situation is not allowed to talk to those women, which is bonkers. Like, we're mates. We work together very professionally. But if I was allowed to talk to them, if I was allowed to give them a little message, I'd say, I know that you've misunderstood everything and you think I'm not a great guy, but actually you are helping me be an even better guy because while you complain about me to whoever, I am improving the world for women like in my brother-in-law's shed so thank you thank, thank you on behalf of women that is i have to say such a super duper way of of looking at all of this i'm so proud of you mate like you're, oh, ta- you're literally taking all these lemons and you've made the, the sweetest honey syrupiest lemonade oh, that i've ever tasted it's a juicy drink it is appreciated i don't want to be alone during this and it's just a pleasure it's just a pleasure to be back in the shed talking about feminism if you could be quiet just for a second what i'm going to say is that if you are listening women who work at itv or internal body investigating what's going on at itv and you're listening to the podcast which is likely you know her name's claire i think who the woman yeah, investigating yeah yeah if you're listening claire right why would a man who's creating a hostile work environment with sexual harassment be doing a podcast on feminism doesn't make any sense. That's a really good point, Jamie. Exactly. Who is actually being harassed here? Is it, you know, the, the women at ITV who are claiming that you've created a hostile work environment? Or is it the man who just, you know, sent a few messages to a few women that he felt, you know, were in love with him? Yeah. Like, really, what is going on here? Here's a fantastic way of looking at it. What do sexual harassment men do? They sexually harass with sex. That is sexual harassment. What do romance guys do? They romance. And that is me, okay? I've never sexually harassed anyone. I don't even know how to do that. I've never been taught. I don't know. Like, I never. no one has ever said, this is how you sexually harass. I literally don't know how to do it. What I've been doing, in an old-fashioned way, is... Call them out and say, I know you're in love with me. You must be hard. Do you need to go out sometime? Would that make you feel better? Yeah. It's shaming them less. Like, you're in love with me. Okay, let's keep this private. Let's not embarrass yourself. Listen, things... The whole thing with life is this. 
it can be interpreted in different ways. Does it seem weird that every woman in the office was in love with me? Yeah, that is a bonkers statistic, but it was true, okay? The story then becomes, why did I do anything about it? And the answer is, I'm an honest guy and I tell it like it is. And if I get punished for telling it like it is, then there's no hope in the world. And I feel like that's, you know, it's been, I don't want to say witch hunt, but there has been a witch hunt. And I feel bad for being so good looking. And I don't think that's anything to be ashamed of. Yeah, you have had a stressful time. And what I wanted to say to that was, like, the patriarchy, here we go again. What are they doing? Because it is the men who are, you know, suddenly coming out saying this, you know, we're going to punish this man. We're making an example of this man because the women liked him. So yeah. again, taking out something that the women like in right. order to keep the workplace yeah. oppressive. It's, it is bad for them as well because I've gone now. The eye candy is gone. What's the workplace going to be like now? Yeah. Well, thank you very much for, for your vulnerability there, Jamie. Like, oh, as ever, really appreciate it on the podcast. Really good to just get everything out in the open again, just to show everyone that you are an all-round good guy. So yeah. every good guy deserves a good future. So what is the future for Jamie Hoggart? Well, um, so I do the podcast, keep doing that, and um, be as feminist as can be, keep supporting women, keep doing what, but even if I support women in a way that they don't like and they ultimately complain and get, I get investigated for it, I'm going to keep supporting women because I, our history will look back kindly on me. And uh, I mean, I'm single. That's really the main thing. I'm looking, you know, I'm looking for love. Well, obviously, I and all of the listeners on the podcast wish you the absolute best. We're here for you this whole journey, mate. That's right. And I just wanted to say um, that, you know, let's all try our best to help Jamie out in this investigation. Any listeners out there who haven't experienced Jamie as a toxic man, um, do get in touch with Claire. I'm going to post her email in the show notes. So um, feel free to reach out, comment on her Instagram, do any of the things that you think is going to help spread the word that Jamie is a good man. Yeah. Are we okay to start talking about me now? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Thanks, mate. Really good Yeah, job. no, no, no. Good like, job. we'll come back to me later. So... Very excited to ask Sam, my brother-in-law, whether he has any big news he'd like to share with the listeners. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. You know oh, what mate. I do. Oh, so, as you'll know, last season, there was a bit of a cliffhanger. Yes. I had just got around to priming my death guard. Uh, that's my Warhammer figurines. Um, so busy summer, but big news is I've just bought Mortarian, the um, demon Primark, but I'm having an absolute nightmare gluing it together. Okay, no, I don't know what any of that means, because um, there was other news as well. I didn't think, because oh. I was referring to the other news. The, uh, when I was setting oh, it, I was like, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, the other news is that um, the lovely, lovely lady we've kept, she is pregnant again, which I'm ecstatic about, because as you know, we've we've got our four girls already. Uh, So what's one more? (laughs) We could not be happier. Actually, sorry, I said, I said, uh, I probably should correct myself there. I said, what's one more? As we went for our 12-week scan a few weeks ago, and um, it's actually two. Yes. 
we're having twins. So um, just a quick way to have said that was because I was like, oh, you've got some news and you could have gone, oh, we're having twins, but you did. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're having twins. Everyone's very excited. There is, you know, a lot of us now in our house. Um, so there's obviously four girls, Kat and I, another two on the way, three bedroom house. So we are having a bit of a chat at the moment about, you know, sack it off, sell it at a loss and we'll just buy somewhere else buy a bigger place. Because she's got a lot of money. I mean, she's... I mean, talk about feminism, but you're married to a high-flying lawyer. Yeah, like, yeah, she's doing... She's she's doing all yeah. right. She's doing all right. I mean, I'm a big fan of my big sis. And she's but she's a high-flyer. I and mean, she is. She earns a lot of money. Yeah. And I personally, you know, I'm fine with women earning more, but I don't think I would go out with that. I don't think I'd marry... It's personal yeah. choice, you know? And yeah. you've married someone who brings in the money and you've failed to. And I... What I'm hearing well, is... Uh, well... That is a situation. Yeah, but I mean, I'd say that over the years, like obviously there's the money side of things that, that that's a contribution, there's, there's other things that are contributed. And I've been a great emotional support to the family. That's my thing. And also meal planning. Meal planning is my thing. So um, we, we work with what we have. And there is an option that we could, you know, sell up in Chippen and move to Melksham, buy something much bigger. But I have said to her, like, I'm very keen to stay because as you know, I mean, just look around you right now. The shed is fantastic. We've just finally got it to how we like it. You know, sometimes I'm able to sort out some of the sleeping arrangements by I, I sleep in the futon in the shed and one of the girls will get in with Kat. And, you know, that's one way of doing it. Or, you know, I could, I could knock a, a couple of bunk beds in the shed. Kat and I can sleep in here. The girls can have the house. Like, uh, there's lots of ways that we can figure this out. We're just, we're just at the moment, it's all up in the air. Another option is that I have been watching Grand Designs. I'm quite keen now to oh. look at building my own extension. I think I've got a good idea of what I'd like, something, you know, sort right. of mid-century style, maybe a little bit Art Deco, I don't know. Like, I'm just kind of, you know, thinking out loud at the moment. Or maybe just go completely country and just, like, wattle and daub the whole thing outside, maybe do a sort of, you know... I, I, I don't know, it's all, it's all in my head at the moment. What, what, what you're saying is, instead of her buying the house, you're going to use your sort of brute strength to just change the house now, add everything you need on. Yeah. And I that's just... essentially... It a way to to be a great man yeah yeah I'm, I, I it's the skill set i think that's the thing it's like i have an innate ability to watch a television show like grand designs and absorb knowledge like that. i feel very confident that i can do things even do if i've experience? never no i've never tried any of it but i think the thing that i do excel in is i have a lot of confidence in my untested abilities which gives me the drive to push myself to um, try these projects. You know, like, that's been my life, really. I, I give things a try. Because I don't actually, and I maybe, you know, I just don't know, I don't have much confidence in your ability if you've never done it, but I am happy to say that I imagine that I could probably do it if you need a hand, like I've never done it before, but if you do need a hand, I feel confident that I probably could do it. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, um, how much Grand Designs have you watched? I've never seen Grand Designs, but I'm pretty yeah. confident that if I watch a few apps, I would be able to fashion a, a house out of, of whatever. I'm happy to do that. Well, okay then. Well, maybe let's get together after, after we finish the record. We'll get the blue paper, whatever that is, yes. and, a blue, and a blue pen. We'll get a blue paper and a blue pen. Yeah. And we'll draw out some designs. I mean, 
you've got three bed and you need another few bedrooms, right? I'd like, I mean, ideally, double it. Listen, I'm not working at the minute. Like, I'm really happy to, to help you out. Let's get those bedrooms built. All right, then. Oh, my God. Okay, suddenly very excited. Not only am I going to get to um, fulfil one of my dreams, which is to um, remodel a house, but I'm going to get into my new best friend. Yeah. Well, until I go back to whoop, work. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, until you go back to work. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, you'll be happy to know, everyone, that we are moving on to our sort of more advanced uh, curriculum now. Having in series one kind of covered all the basics of feminism, we are looking to um, elevate everyone's knowledge, hopefully up to the level of Jamie and myself mm. by the end of the season. Uh, so today, we've got a very interesting topic. We're going to be discussing how the patriarchy has contributed and is it, like possibly entirely responsible for climate change. Uh, Jamie, do you have any thoughts or questions? Um, I didn't do anything wrong. That's just like my first point. I didn't do anything wrong with climate change. No, no, I know that. Jerry's, um, he's ever so good. I've seen him recycling. I was vegan for um, nine days once. Oh, yeah. I was like, actually, you know, that nine days across the, the board matters. You know, that's nine well, days yeah. that I have not eaten any animal products. And that's, you know, if we all did that for nine days, then that would really help out. We're all just doing what we can. Yes. And I would do that, actually. But for me... I need a lot of protein because I obviously lift weights, which you can tell. So I can't not eat lots of steak and eggs. And if wow. you were to think, you know, yeah, climate, but also I'm just a high protein guy. I was going to say, um, I read an article a couple of weeks ago about the introduction of insects into the food chain. So there is a, a chance that we could all just eat insect protein and no one would have to kind of, you know, farm lots of animals that damage the environment we can just kind of you know pick them out of trees or whatever it is and i'm not sure whether that counts as exercise maybe you could climb a tree grab an insect get your protein from that and you've done your workout and you've had your protein whether that gets rid of gyms as well i don't know but very mm. interesting i thought i mean for me that's not interesting that'd be my first takeaway it's not right. interesting so I am a high protein guy. I love steak and eggs, and I don't want, you know, Bangladesh to go, but I can't see a way for me to have less steak. And so, okay, yeah, a lot of people are going to die, but why would I? Not like I don't think me being weedy and like thinner and less muscular is going to help them, right? At least if they have to make the ultimate sacrifice, I am living my best life because me being hungry doesn't help them. You absolutely, I think, have hit the nail on the head there, and that's the thing that really gets me that really gets my goat because that sort of stuff is not within our control. No, I get it. And that's that's the thing, that's just what the patriarchy wants really, isn't it? It's for everyone to get weedy. Yeah, go down to women's level. It is rough, okay. So for those of you who don't know, the patriarchy are 100% responsible for uh, climate change. Well, mm. well, no, Jamie, they are. Like, that's mm. that's the thing. And that's what we're fighting against, you and I. And I'd, lo I'd love to get some stats for you at some point. And um, so what I think 
what we should do. So Jamie and I are just educating you and just trust us when we say that the patriarchy are entirely responsible for climate change. So what can we do about it? What are we doing about it? You know, we can all just do our little our bits. Um, like I said, like I've had four, I've had four girls, which is good. I've had four girl children, um, which are better because they're not patriarchy. So you know, like just sort of swinging, um, like sacking the numbers on the right, right side. So I've done that, which I think is really helpful. Two more on the way, and there's nothing, there's nothing better you can do than have lots of small children if you want to beat climate change. Wow. So, yeah, I think they're really gonna, they're really gonna come in handy in the future. Um, and big one for me, I've stopped taking my family on long haul vacations. Oh wow. So it's just a Haven Caravan Park now in North Devon. Okay. Um, for them, for them. Yeah. Um, that's fun. Oh, yeah. I I go on my um retreat my juice and yoga retreat in thailand because it's only one person and uh we just get it all done in one go so that's really saving on um long-haul environmental damage and how does cat does cat enjoy the haven or is where someone has to take the kids yeah well to be honest like she said because i said we used to go to thailand and what she said is that it's not the place for small children and actually it's quite difficult because you've got to kind of you know, find stuff for them to do that's not, you know, lethal. So, um, yeah, North Devon, that's great for them. And, you know, we're saving saving the planet as we go. Yeah, which is exactly. Fantastic. That's a lot. That is a lot. So I would say, even if it is the patriarchy's fault, it's not our... They're not the two of us. It's not our fault. Not us, no. I don't... I mean, that's the thing. It's like I'm, sep- I'm keeping us very largely separate. And everyone listening to this podcast, in fact, should not be thinking of themselves as members of the patriarchy because you're doing good. Yeah. You're doing good by listening and internalising this information. So well done you. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could just, you know, um, kindly but firmly tell, you know, the people in your life you're not listening to this podcast what simple changes they can make. Nice. Yeah. Well, no, hats off to us, actually. And I wonder if, the you know, the people on the other side of the planet who will, who will take the hit, you know, south near the equator... If you're listening, you're welcome, actually. Yeah, we can only fight so many fights. And there's, you know, we're on the front line fighting, you know, feminism. We're fighting for the ladies. We're doing that stuff. But you can't, you know, you can't fight every battle. And we're trying our best. Oh, it's heavy stuff, climate change, actually. It's heavy stuff. All right. um, All right, we're going to come back. We're going to do a bit of a jingle. And we're going to come back with something a bit more lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah. Really bummed us out. So, we are back with our famous feminist film section. Oh, God. Sorry, and... mate. Sorry. Yes, Jamie? Like, la- last season, we I kept meaning to watch the film that we Frida. were reviewing. Yeah, I, ne- I still haven't done oh, it. I've been, I've been it's okay. busy it's all watching right. stuff. You're absolutely fine. You're absolutely fine. We're going to start afresh with um, oh, really? a different film this year. And just to say that, I know you hadn't watched it, but... We still got a lot from your um, from your takes on it anyway. Oh, you're very, mate, you're very good. You're very good at getting straight to the nub of things and probably did yes. probably more so than I did, to be honest. I've said before, I'll say it again, I don't need to watch something to understand it. Um, yeah. I've always got something to say. So. I, yeah, I do completely agree. I'll give you that. However, I think yeah. you're really going to like this one. Okay. I'm a huge fan. I love watching this film. And 
I mean, to be honest with you, it's much more probably male centric. It's sports. Oh, good. Yeah. Well. Okay. Already, I'm, I'm already That's right. Into it. It's sports, and it's World War Two. <gasps> I really love like, war stories. Yeah. It's a lot in the trenches. Ideally, uh, well, not trenches, but I would say there are a lot of dugouts which are below ground. Baseball, if you're familiar with the sport of baseball. Uh, no, that's sort of like poor man's cricket. you sure you don't want to do a war form? Because I always identify with, like, I would have been an incredible World War One or World War Two soldier, and I do really relate to those chaps. Right, well, the thing is... Both boys. The thing is, uh, as far as I know, like, currently, I don't think there are any feminist war films. Huh. So, but this is do the closest... Break from feminist film season one, maybe sort of no, good, this like is the whole film. point. This is the whole point. Like we're not like we we are doing feminist films, so we're we're working with what we have. Like you and I, we can find a lovely war film to watch. We can we can do that any any time. This is for this is for the listeners. This is for the people who are wondering what to watch. What is some great feminist content? And this film is a smasher. For those of you who haven't guessed yet, A League of Their Own. Never heard of it. Oh, A League of Their Own, fantastic film, starring the lovely Gina Davis. I don't know. Yes, you do, Jamie. You must have seen Thelma and Louise, at least. No. You've never seen Thelma and Louise? Or the one with the two ladies in a car? Yeah. Why would I watch that, mate? Oh, my God. Iconic film of... Yeah, for my mum. Anyway, Gina Davis is in this one. Plays a star hitter. Absolutely. Like, well, basically. So I'll take. I'll take you back this one. We'll just. We'll set it up this week. I'm just going to tell you, and in case that any listeners want to watch, so that when we discuss it next week, we can do a full like breakdown of it. We can analyse the kind of feminist subtext, see what's how long what's wrong with it and what's right with it. I think it's about two hours. If like, I don't go back to work, very short, go, but I do think I'm going to be back in the office. Very short for now. a war film. You have to give it that. Madonna's in it. It's, oh, there's some great people in it. Honestly, some great... Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is in it too. Oh, it's, it's amazing. So basically, it's about a um, all-female baseball league during the Second World War in America. It's incredible. It just make you laugh, make you cry, make you want to dance the jitterbug. It's... Oh, absolutely incredible. Are you all right, mate? I just been like turning out it. But if you want to just wrap up, like let like let me know when you're done talking about. Well, that, okay, 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 okay. That's fine. Um. Well, let's 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 sign off on that. Let's just say next time we meet here, I will have watched that, and we'll kind of we'll talk about what's feminist, what could, what they maybe could have done better. Uh, female director as well. So we'll see how that goes because that's you know obviously an early one that happened early doors. Um. So yeah, I'm excited. See you back here with an opinion. Huh? Uh, all right. So Jamie, we're just gonna, I'm just gonna get Jamie a glass of water. Thank you, mate. So that was um, that was a great app as uh, as usual. Um, so it's uh, Sam and Jamie, a feminist boy, signing off for now. Uh, season two, we've decided to give you some homework. If you're serious about the cause, you wouldn't be serious about your homework. The only way to get better is by getting better. So. This week, we are asking you to do the feminist um, action of emailing Claire at ITV. The email is in the show notes. Um, just a nice message about how much you love the pod and uh, what a great feminist man I am. And uh, how all the women who said that 
there weren't a lot of me are uh, organised, and that would really, really help the cause. Yeah, because remember that we have to, the thing about this is we have to keep the truth alive. Yes. And that truth is keeping the real feminists on air, keep them making the shows, keep them out of my spare room, keep them working. Yeah, thanks guys. Email Claire, ITV, I'm not sexual harassment, and the women are little liars. We really appreciate you all doing your bit for feminism, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Feminism. We're now available on Patreon, so if you'd like to support the cause and receive bonus content, please head to Patreon and sign up to Feminism. And that's spelled F-E-M-A-N-I-S-M. We've just put the word man in the middle of feminism. Feminism is a Podmonkey original written and performed by Sam Martin and me, Amy Hoggart.